Welcome back to the Football Unfocused Podcast. Back for episode two, I'm here with my co-host Lavelle Harris. Lavelle? Um, what's up, guys? I'm back and I'm ready. Ready, ready. to talk about football. And again, I'm Austin West, your other co-host of the podcast. And we're mixing things up a little bit. We're going to start with college football first. But we did forget to mention earlier in our episode one, occasionally throughout the season, we will try to have some guests on our podcast as we have some great coaching staff here and athletes as well that we're going to try to get on, get their input on college football. Might call in some friends from our old high schools, some old people we used to know. Maybe we'll even see if we can get Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. If we get Adam Schefter, I'm going to, like, fanboy. This is crazy. I would go crazy if we get in Adam Schefter. That's right. Adam Schefter, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, we'll start off with college football. Do we want to go rankings first, Lavelle? Is that what you want to start with? Um, we're going to start with BVU first. BVU first. All right. You want to take that one? Yes, I will take this one. Um, BVU played Nebraska Westland on Saturday. It was their homecoming game. And it was our homecoming game because I do go to BVU. Yes, we do. And the game started off good for the Beavers, 16-0. And then Nebraska Westland had a late touchdown at before halftime to cut it to 16-7. And then they came out last in second quarter, sec, the second half. And they just blew us, blew us out, 37-16. With... Um, BBU having the rushing yards over Nebraska Westland by, it was 228 to 32 yards, and Nebraska Westland had the passing yards over BBU with 441 yards to BBU's 127. Individual standouts were a freshman, Adrian Griffin, had 112 yards and a 52-yard rushing touchdown was one of the best plays of the BVU. And again, only a freshman, good friend of ours as well. Great friend. We know him very well. He's got some great work ethic. We hope to see some more out of him in the next four years as well. And so with that, we'll move on to some college football rankings. We've got the top 10 here, but I would like to mention first before we get to those, number 14 in the rankings, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Very good to see them move up in the polls, but again, not top 10 yet. So Starting with number 10, we've got Notre Dame. Not very surprised there. Mm. Number 9, Florida. Notre Dame did just lose to Georgia, though. So That's true. But they are they're not in a conference. So. Georgia's coming up here higher in the rankings, yes. so we'll have to see. Yes. Number 8, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Honestly, Wisconsin. I think they should be a little bit higher. Bro, I feel like Wisconsin's scary this year. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's that Heisman, good. Heisman candidate. Probably will win the Heisman. He's going off every game. First three games, he has went off for at least 150 yards or more. I've seen some rankings. They have Jonathan Taylor as, like, fifth guy. Yeah. The fifth guy behind four quarterbacks, like Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts. They always do that. Start at the beginning of the season. They but, just, but depending on how they play out and who plays each other, like Justin Fields is going to play Michigan, but then Ohio State's not going to play no one really good. Exactly. We were talking about this when earlier. They're not going to talk. They're not really not going to play anybody good unless they make the playoff. And so. then that's when stuff happens. So yes. we'll, we'll hope for Jonathan Taylor, hopefully Heisman, possibly. We'd like to see that. Big 10 team get a Heisman Trophy winner. Number seven, Auburn. Not surprised there. Six, Oklahoma. Jaylen. Talking about Jalen Hurts Jaylen again. Hurts. They're leading their, that team very well so far to start this season. But Jalen Hurts is never satisfied. If you can see in his pre. Post-game interviews, pre-game interviews, he's always trying to work, always going to the weight room, even after his game. 
great game. It's almost a Bill Belichick-esque interview. <laughs> like, he gets, like, after the game, he's like, oh, how do you feel about this? He's like, I'm looking towards the next game. Like, when Bill Belichick said, we're ready for Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Cincinnati, as he was talking about. One we're game. just getting ready for Cincinnati. And it was they, immediately after that game. They did lose that game. That's, that's why he said that. Yeah, that's true. They did it. But Jalen Hurts has been winning, so that's that's the one difference here. <laughs> and then number five, we have Ohio State and Justin Fields, which I think the only team they actually play that has maybe a chance against them is probably Wisconsin. And Ohio State, Ohio State versus Wisconsin is going to be a good game. Good game. Hopefully we can watch that game. I hope so. We'll see with our football schedule what we can do. But, again, we like to watch some college football on Saturdays as much as the next person. Yes, sir. And then number four, LSU. We've got them top in the ranks looking into the college football playoffs. They've been up and coming lately. Yes. They they haven't been good the last, what, three years. Now they're in the four spot. DBU's coming back, I guess, to LSU. Hey, it's nice to see. Number three, Georgia, as we were talking about earlier. They Num- just beat Notre Dame. They did beat Notre Dame. So that it probably bumped game, them up though. a little bit. Yep. It was a tough game. And, of course, our number ones and twos, anyone who's ever heard of college football could probably guess – Number two, Alabama, and number one, the reigning champs, Clemson. Those two can go back and forth. doesn't really matter. Probably the end of the year, if they're both undefeated, they'll probably give it Clemson number one because they're the reigning champs. But Alabama will be number two, probably playing LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Don't know yet. And Trevor Lawrence is Trevor uh, Lawrence. super good. He's a superstar. I've been watching him since high school, since he was in the Elite 11. The Elite yeah. 11 was so good with Justin Fields and him. If you want to describe to the listeners here, what is the Elite 11? Elite 11 is, so, bunch of quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, wide receivers, it's just pylon, the pylon Vegas tournament. They all, like, it's like an audition, and they all see who is the best around the country, and they pick 11 guys, top in the nation, quarterbacks, and they call them the Elite 11. They train with John Gruden, other, like, Past quarterbacks, I've seen Jameis Winston on there, Deshaun Watson. Jameis Winston. They all been on it, but they've all been good. And he did lose the Elite 11, and Justin Fields did win the Elite 11. So, but he was on the Elite 11. But very interesting to see is Trevor Lawrence was, I believe, wasn't he like the youngest to ever win a national championship? Yes, and that man's a freaking monster. He really is. And he's, oh my God, he's like 6'3", like two, what, he's like probably 195 crazy crazy stuff and we do have more stuff for college football i think it's been about a year since that old tweet came out from the university of texas i don't know if you know what tweet i'm to oh yes, that I phase do dude know. oh my god university of texas football team tweets out their highest team gpa ever in the history of their team and people are like oh this will be good the gpa was 2.89 that's like when you think of high GPA, you're thinking, what, 3.7, 3.8, 3.5. You don't think of 2.8 yeah. as a team, and they're D1. And so, that was a semester grade, like, mind you, semester GPA. How are how some of those players playing? That's what. That's the question you got to ask. Like, what is, what, are they, what is they doing to keep these players passing? NCAA, we might need an investigation on that one. <laughs> might need one. And one really 50 years ago today, exactly, this Tuesday, Texas versus Arkansas for the national title. What was special about this game, though, in 1969, there was not a single African-American player on either team. And it was the last time that would ever happen. Mm. 
Just that's crazy. That how is far. crazy because most teams now are mostly African American, which all you see, and then it's just I crazy mean, how they just changed it. Changed and that's fifty years ago. It doesn't. It seems like a long time, but honestly, that's really, really not that long. Bro, the time NFL flies. is a hundred years old. That's it. That's actually not long at all. So that's the NFL has been around twice as long since the team in the national title for college has had African Americans in a championship. That's a crazy stat. I actually first time I ever heard it. Yeah, I found I saw that on Twitter today. That's why we love Twitter. Twitter is the best. Twitter's amazing. Twitter is literally the greatest news source to ever be invented. That's where I get all my news. So speaking of Twitter, should we plug the podcast Twitter? Yes. If you go follow Football Unfocused Twitter and Facebook. We do have a Facebook we page do have now. Facebook we do. Now. So if you go go follow them, go support us. Um just young kids trying to make it. Absolutely. And that Twitter handle is at FB capitalized. Capital U N and then un, lowercase focused. And that's that? at capital F B U N lowercase focused. No spaces. No spaces. And finally, as we get wrap up this college segment, I saw this Saturday night. I've wanted to talk about it so long. Rutgers football team, oh. their celebration after a touchdown with one of their linemen and quarterbacks. Do you want me to explain this one or would you like to? You can explain this Oh, one. this makes me so happy to see. So Rutgers scores a touchdown. Their quarterback's coming in to celebrate with one of their linemen. The lineman picks him up. Like, you usually see that. So it's like, yeah. okay, that's a cool celebration. But as soon as this lineman sets down their quarterback, he throws a haymaker from the right side into the quarterback's face mask. And you can see the quarterback's head whip back a little bit as he throws that punch. And the lineman doesn't even flinch. He hits him and he goes, yeah, celebrates and runs off. Mm-hmm. Just throws an absolute haymaker from the right side. Conor McGregor coming out. I'll be thinking, like, does this guy really like me if he's just yeah, throws exactly. a punch at me like He's this? like, yeah, we're celebrating. And then you just get a fist from your lineman to the face mask. He he must have been mad about something <laughs> and he didn't tell him. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what I'm – but I just thought that was so funny to see that night. I was laughing over that, that for about hilarious. 10 minutes. I sent it to a couple of people. Oh, I was so proud of that. He did. Did you send that to me? I think. He I did. think I did. I, I definitely had to, have, to so we could talk about this because I wanted to talk about it so bad. And with that, we can send it over to the NFL. Would you like to start that one? Yes, I will start with my team, which is the San Los Angeles. Now, Los Chargers. Angeles. They now, almost, Los almost Angeles. got me. Almost got me. We did have a tough game against the Texans, which we did lose twenty-seven to twenty. Um, but they, we had a couple players had good games. We'll start with the Texans. Watson had 20. He threw 25 completions out of 34, 351 yards and three touchdowns. He like he also could not be sacked. Like he was not be able to get sacked at all. He also threw those touchdowns two to Jordan Atkins and one to Darren Fellas. Fells, which is both his tight ends. So DeAndre Hopkins, none of the receivers got in the mix, but they did catch some balls, big balls that helped them win. And my team, which is the Chargers, Rivers threw, had a great game. 31 of 46, 318 yards, two touchdowns, and he had a pick at the end of the game. But it was okay. But Keenan Allen had a great game. 13 receptions for 183 yards and two touchdowns. And we could have won that game. We could have tied the game up with, like, oh, it was, like, 40 seconds left. Rivers to Benjamin, and Benjamin just goes straight through his hands. And it was like I was so heartbroken watching that. I oh my god! We were watching that live over uh, in the forum here at 
University, university. We like to watch football games all day Sunday and all day. We have we like to say four. We have while a doing TV homework and then three computers. And it's great. Up. It's so great. So we're watching four games at once, and it's just oh, so much. We like to so say good. we're doing homework while we're doing it, but not. in all reality, we're we we're really till, not. We wait till after. We wait, we till, wait till after the games. It's okay. And with that, what is the record for the Chargers now this uh, year? Well, we are one and two, but. We have a lot of injuries. Once our guys come back, we're we'll bounce back strong. We're still going to make the playoffs. We're still going to win the Super Bowl. Easy as that. You heard it here first, folks. Very optimistic from our local Chargers fan. But I will have a little more optimism backed up for my team, the San Francisco 49ers, moving to 3-0 and on the season, baby. Repping my 49ers bucket hat now over my headset. You might be able to see that picture. We might have to post a picture of that to the podcast Twitter. We'll have to see. <laughs> But they took on the Pittsburgh Steelers and the new quarterback Mason Rudolph after I believe this was his first start after Ben Roethlisberger getting injured with that elbow injury, hoping to be back for the 2020 season. He did play well. He, he did, did play, play well. He played okay, 14 for 27, 174 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. But he had a lot, of, not much help in the rushing game, no touchdowns out of anybody. James Conner leading the way with 13 carries for 43 yards, and that was about it. On the other side of the ball, the 49ers, my boys, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo coming in, 23 for 32, 277 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. That's a little rough, Oof. but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. And then for our rushing, we had Raheem Mozart leading the way with 12 carries, 79 yards. But our big scorer, Jeff Wilson Jr., eight carries for 18 yards and two touchdowns. We went to him in the red zone and was able to get touchdowns out of him, and I was glad to see that. And this was a very close game, because just like the Chargers. I don't know how. It should have been a blowout, but the Steelers' defense did step up and have four turnovers against you guys in the first half, and that was crazy. It was. And then with about, I believe, a minute left on the clock, maybe a little less, Jimmy G in the red zone looking for a pass, I believe on the 15-yard line, finds Dante Pettis in the end zone for the final touchdown to put him over the top. Threw a little bit of coverage, too. It was very close. He was right on the end zone line. Made it in. Hauled it in. I think it was Pettis' first touchdown of the season, if I'm correct. But just a great play by Jimmy G. And Kyle Juszczyk, our fullback. Oh, stiff arm of the week. Oh, I seen that. Oh, my God. Juszczyk was balling. He was catching wheel routes. He was running with the ball. He was stiff arming, guys. Juszczyk is a... Greatest like, fullback in the league. He's looking like a running back right now. He That's the crazy so good. part. Love that man so much. Him and I believe a Bills tight end went up on Good Morning Football for the stiff arm of the week, and he ended up losing it. Bro, but did you see the Bills tight end? The that Bills one, tight end. He had two stiff, stiff arm, arms. He stiff armed the guy, but after he stiff armed the guy, he trucked another guy. He yeah, trucked the guy, and it so was it was bad. definitely close. It was, it was definitely bad. close. I'll give it to him, but it was it was. Good I'd like to see my man Kyle win that one. And moving on to the rest, as we can't talk about my Niners too long, otherwise people will get upset. But they are undefeated. Undefeated. Going, and they, they, they make the Steelers go 0-3 right now, looking like the oh Dolphins. Three. Looking like the Dolphins. Speaking of the Dolphins, oh. are the Redskins the new Dolphins? Bro, Redskins 0-3 too. 0-3. They looked bad on Horrible Monday Horrible performance against Monday Bears. Night Horrible. Case Keenum, you might have to bring in. Dwayne Haskins. Um, Dwayne Haskins? Oh, my God. I would I love think, to see that. I think they are. This week. They this probably week we'll will. See. They probably will change it. And you know who they play this week? Um, 
Daniel Jones and the Giants. Daniel Jones and the Giants. Daniel Jones. Dwayne versus game. Daniel. Oh, I want it Daniel badly. Jones had a I great want it game. badly. Great game. First start, he had 26 out of 40 with 352 yards and two touchdowns with two rushing touchdowns too. And you told me first quarterback in the Super Bowl era to ever do that. As a rookie, As first a rookie, rookie to do that, first rookie quarterback, and you know what he did it. And then they, in his start, they did win. Very after, close game against after the Bucks. the Bucks caught what like a fifty-yard bomb to Mike Evans. Mike Evans. We will talk out. about him later. We will talk about him. <laughs> Mike Evans. And the Buccaneers kicker just wide right. Oh, and it was so bad. Everyone oh was like, "What just happened?" He just. Blew this game it was worse us. than a double doink last year in the it playoffs was, from the Bears. That was bad. so much worse. So much worse. Because it was a, it was right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you? He was lined up perfectly <sighs> for it, and he just, nah, I'm gonna hit this one. That hurts. That ball was basically, I, I'm a head out. <laughs> He's like, I'm and just, I, I'm a head out. <laughs> and well, we had some trades going on. Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers. Um, we had some other. Who else got traded? I believe was that the only one. That might have been the major one. Major one. Well, I think the. Um, we did have a re-signing. Well, I guess we could call it that. Antonio Brown announced. <laughs> he's laughing at this already. If you haven't heard yet, Antonio Brown announced his release. He announced that he would be quitting the NFL because on Saturday because of how he was treated. He can't handle he NFL owners not guarantee him money. Forty mil. He, they said they didn't guarantee him. But Antonio Brown, you did this to yourself. He literally just said, I'm going to be a diva until I just leave. Like, get out. <laughs> you had a perfect team. He's got a plan, though. And I don't and know, know why he has a plan. Want to know why he has a plan? Where's he going? He is re-enrolled in Central Michigan oh, yeah. in their online courses. Online. I believe he has one more year of eligibility left. If he plays college he football, plays. he's going to destroy everyone because he's a – oh, my. He's just a – Antonio Brown mismatch 2021 draft class. Oh my god! No way he can't. Can he get drafted? <laughs> no, I have no idea. He'll have to go undrafted. He'll. I think he'll have to. You go would hope. No way he get drafted twice. That'd be crazy if he did. That just like the, brings up a lot of that'll questions. Be, that'd be the first time ever, probably. And he'll be the first one that probably. And, and then what else? We have Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. That was a big deal. We, I believe that was over the weekend. It was. I think it was over the week and going into the weekend. Might have been. Yes. Calvin Johnson just admitted that he'd been smoking marijuana after every game. And he'd been through nine concussions with doing that. Nine concussions. And the Lions had to come out and say, hey, we don't treat people like this. We would never willingly put a player on the field if they had a concussion, if we knew they had a concussion. We evaluate our players well. But Calvin Johnson's like, no, I had nine concussions no, that I know of. No, I couldn't way. see, and they put me back out on the field. So we're saying the Lions could be ruining people's careers because they did do this to Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders had to quit, just quit football after nine seasons because they wouldn't trade him or they wouldn't even release him. So sad. They that's happened with Calvin. They wouldn't do nothing with him. And so what did he do? So what are the Lions doing? They're retiring. So what are the Lions doing? Is the question. And Calvin Johnson's just like, no, I'm going to – and he's – I don't know if he said – I think he was said it was a way to cope with the Lions losing all the time and to deal with the concussions is why he was smoking marijuana. Mm. So – But, I mean, at least it didn't come out when he was playing because that would have been – he would might have been – He would have been Josh Gordon. Yeah. That era. Just so good but, like, couldn't – And all we would have heard was the classic Stephen A. Smith line, stay off. 
the weed. Stephen A. Smith loves to tell players that constantly. Love. If you've heard of, Steve, heard of Stephen A. Smith, I would hope you have. He's a very popular sports guy. If you don't have a Stephen A. Smith, you must live under a rock. Cause Look him up if you haven't. He talks about everything. everybody. Everybody. And, and before we get to fantasy football, I don't want to cut you off. It's okay. But we got some notable matchups yes. some, from some undefeateds. We did have eight teams that are undefeated. Bills versus Patriots. Bills 3-0, Patriots 3-0. Like Josh we, Allen. We could say it's a good game, but who have the Bills really yeah. played? Yeah, exactly. They played, what, the Jets, Cincinnati? And I don't remember the third one. They play one other team that's really not good. Not good, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> Bills, easy season. Yeah, easy for now. Another undefeated, Chiefs versus Lions. Chiefs. But Lions are 2-0-1. Technically. 2-0-1, technically, technically undefeated. still undefeated, but technically. they are not undefeated. They're not. But we know who's going to win that game. Chiefs are going to probably blow yeah. them out the water. Yeah. The Lions should not have won most of the games they did win. Because they did beat my Chargers, and I was furious. Yikes. And it's okay. But I did put on here Browns versus Ravens. That'll be a good one. Lamar Jackson versus Baker Mayfield. A lot of people have been saying Baker Baker Mayfield is overrated. Bro, I've been saying He's been hitting that a lot. (sighs) People have been saying Daniel Jones is better than Baker Mayfield. Right now, Baker hasn't shown me anything. With the weapons he has, he hasn't shown me nothing that I can say he's better or not overrated because it's actually crazy. I mean, and he's got OBJ and Jarvis out there. He should be making some passes, you would think. But, you I mean, you know, that's what happens. Yes, he does. But with that, I wait, believe it's time for fantasy. Wait, we have one more. I thought we had one more. One more game? Um, we another undefeated. Another undefeated? Packers versus Eagles. Ooh, that's right. Packers are undefeated. It's going to be a good game because Carson Wentz has been balling the last couple games. And but Packers he, defense, very strong. But Very strong. But you could say Eagles have don't have their receivers right now. But anything can happen. Speaking anything of their receivers, happen. I really want to put this in as well. <laughs> the news report of the man catching babies out of a burning building, local hero in Philadelphia, during his interview when they were telling how he was catching the babies, he says, and I quote, and we was catching them, the babies, Unlike Aguilar, he called out Nelson Nelson Aguilar in a news interview while he was talking about catching babies out of a burning building. What did Nelson Aguilar do? He dropped that game-winning touchdown. And then now— Eagles went on to lose that one. They lose, and then he gave free tickets. He gave him free tickets to the next home game. So he's like, I'm going to show you in person that I can catch these balls. exactly. We're really running over this NFL stuff. We like to talk about football, people. We love this is what we like to do. Matter. Get off topic. We're cutting down on a little bit on our fantasy football time, but yeah, Lavelle's fun. probably happy about that because yes. oh we are in a league God. together and we did play each other this week. I'm just saying this. Whoever wants Todd Gurley from my league, please put up a trade right now because I don't need this guy. <laughs> He's literally gotten me probably 12 points the last two weeks. What was back. it last week against me? Four points he had? Oh, four, four points. points. How are you starting back <laughs> getting four points? I don't get this at all. It's rough, man. It's okay. What it's a rough matter? world out there for NFL players and with arthritis. This guy did have Mike Evans, which we're Mike talking about. Evans. He had baby. three touchdowns in the first. It was two in the first half. I think the third one came in the second half. Oh, my God. And then that last play we were talking about. 50, that 50-yarder. 50 50-yard 50 bomb. At the end of the that game. That put him at 45. That put him at the field goal range. Yes. That got him in the field goal 45 range. 45 points from Mike 45 Evans. 45 freaking points. I think that's the most this season. 
that might be out of anybody. And it makes me so, so happy. That was actually crazy. Because so, Mike Evans has not been doing well at all. At all. He's been very like, I didn't minimal. His, not Barely double digits sometimes. Was, not even. I was winning by like 70 points. And Mike Evans plays and I'm losing by two. And I was like, what just happened? Mike Evans, man. He's amazing. I love him so much. It's crazy. And in my other league I have on ESPN Fantasy... Some top performer I want to talk two top performers I want to talk about on the opposite team against me. I was winning by 15. Mm. Cooper Cup had gone off for 33 points. Bring him in close. Cooper Cup. Cooper very good Cup. last year before he got injured. Mm. So it's great to see him having some great fantasy standout again this great year. Great to see him back for real. Is oh, I loved him when he, he played. Tore, he tore his ACL. I thought. I believe it was it was some knee injury. Yeah. Very bad. Very bad. Oh, it's good to see him back. I love seeing him back. It's great. But again, 33 points for my opposing team I was playing against. And so he's pulling in within 15 of me. Mm. He is within 15 points of tying the, the fantasy game. And what does it come to? Monday night football. Redskins versus Bears at Redskins. So I'm like, okay, this should be fine. Most t- defenses don't score 15 points. First drive for the Redskins after a Bears punt. Case Keenum. It was a Bears touchdown. Throws a pick six to Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Yeah. After, it was after a Bears touchdown. They scored on the No, game. they punt. They punted. They scored. Nope. That, oh, it was a That pick one. six was their very first oh, one. Oh, my God. And, and then, they never stopped. Khalil Mack went off. In the first Everybody half. went off. Khalil was, Mack had two sacks and two forced fumbles in the first half. In the first half, people. They can't block him. Do you know how many points that is for the defense in fantasy? So many, so many. So the Bears defense ended up losing a little because Redskins at the very end of the game decided, eh, I guess we can throw a touchdown. Or two. Or two, maybe get a field goal in. <laughs> so Bears defense ending with 20 points, still giving that other guy the win. But they do start with 10 points, so they only got 10 points. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's for points allowed yeah, is the 10 points. Yeah. So, I mean, they started to lose that after a while, but those yeah. sacks and the fumble recoveries and the pick six and the interceptions started to catch up with them and – Gave me an L. It's okay. I'm one and two in that league right now. I'm one and two in our league, and it's looking very. I'm bad. two and one. I did beat some guy in our league that had 200 points this week. Yeah. And oh my God. 200, 200 points. points. That's almost unheard of. So like in. his whole team had to have at least like 20. 20. 20 at, at least, least 20. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Oh my gosh. And it was beautiful to see. Some other. Notables. If you look at a fantasy person's team and you see. The big two o o across that top. You're like, what just happened? It's like I feel bad for the other guy, and I did feel. Bad <laughs> I felt dude. so bad because he was talking Monday Night Football. He had Tariq and in the Bears defense. He said, "Oh, I'm only down by 75 points now," and we're like, "Dang!" That and hurts. then Bears defense started to go off, and we're like, "Oh, he's gonna pull this one within 25." No, okay, he's down by 50 because <laughs> Tariq and did not do anything. No, he did game. not. It was rough. Some other notables: Tyler Lockett on the bench. Out. On the bench was that other player I played with, Cooper Cup, in the Bears defense. 32 points. 32 points. Very good showing. Baller. Come on, Tyler, Tyler Lockett. We were. A lot of people have been looking for him to show up on the Seahawks offense. Him and DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf not having as much of a showing as Tyler Lockett but so far this year. He's a rookie, but so he's been still very good. good. Yeah, still very, very good. good for this first year. Very good. After they lost Doug Baldwin, a big, big guy big on time. their offense. And, and Will Disley, their t- tight end, picking up a lot of slack as well. He's gotten yeah. a couple touchdowns so far this year. Will Disley, I had him last year. Thought he was going to be good. Now this year he's good. So he is good. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. 
And do you want to get the last yes. outstander? Kyle Allen, a sleeper that no one probably picked up. Probably no one. Probably 0.2% of people probably picked him up. So nobody. So not many people. If and you really want him, like, oh, he's definitely going to do good. No. I don't know what you were thinking, but yeah. congrats, I guess, because yes. Kyle Allen goes off for 24 points. 24 points, and they did lose to the Falcons by three. So but how many touchdowns did Kyle Allen have? He had four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Like, uh, bro, what's up with these rookies just balling? Honestly, this man comes in after Cam Newton's foot injury. He's starting next week, too, I believe. So, Cam, you better watch out. Yeah. He might take your spot. He might take your spot. Stop getting injured, Cam. And there was a joke, I believe. I don't know if this was true or not, but those old play, NFL Play 60 commercials, they said, they said a commercial with Cam Newton, Kyle Allen was one of the child actors, like the main the child actor. The main act- one. Now I'm thinking, no way. There's no but way. You can't prove it. There's no way to prove it. Well, there would be if you like confirmed it, but I haven't seen yeah. any confirmation from like you, anyone. You, you can ask Kyle Allen. Ask him yourself. That's reporters it. out there that are going to be at the next Panthers game, ask please him. ask Kyle Allen if he was in that NFL Play 60 commercial. I actually want to know. I would love to know that. How great. crazy is that? Like, Cam Newton meets that's his a, backup that's a when he was a little kid. That's a conspiracy. Like, actually, like, did he know he was going to be his backup? There's no way. Maybe. There's no way. Maybe. And then predictions for next week, fantasy. Keenan Allen. Oh, my God. Easy. Please start him. If you don't start, start him <laughs> against the Dolphins defense, I don't know what you guys are doing because he's going off at least 50. got to be careful, though. Austin Eckler could go off as well. Hey, doesn't matter. But hey, both of them go off? It does That's a Chargers win for Lavelle. <laughs> That's hey, all he cares about. Matter. Doesn't matter. And then Daniel Jones against the Redskins defense. Pff, absolutely. Easily. You see what he did against the Bucks With Evan Ingram going off as well in that oh, game? See Ev- that one-handed grab yes, he had? Yeah, Evan Ingram grab. He said, best Woo! Odell impression. Just the Giants receivers just know how to do They know how to catch it with one hand. And then local. Sterling Shepard also went off in that game. Really? He did pretty good. And I know he did very good in fantasy, so I assume he did very well on the field as well. Definitely did. Not a Giants fan. I try not to keep up. I don't keep up on him as much. We don't but keep up on our other teams. <laughs> other keep teams. up on our team. We're not exact science on those other teams that we and don't then, care about as much. And then for you guys, don't start no Miami players. Easy as that. Not, yeah, it's that'll They're probably not, be what we say for the rest of the season. Dolphins players, not a great idea. Dolphins, just... Not Maybe if they play the Redskins, I think they're they're I think they're like zero and sixteen <laughs> already. Already, I think they're going down, going for zero and sixteen. It's okay. But hey, if they play the Redskins, definitely maybe consider it. I would I would give it consideration honestly. I don't know who's gonna win on offense for them. Yeah, actually, Josh Rosen versus Case Keenum possibly oh, in that. Josh, that's so unless bad. they pull that's up. So bad. <laughs> I can't even think about this. Unless they pull up Fitz Magic instead, but I oh, doubt it. Fitz Magic hasn't been and then, this year. That QB duel we were talking about earlier, Baker and Lamar. So I think I think it's gonna be a shootout. Oh, that's I, why I'm, that's why I put these two on here, bro. Baker Lamar, it's gonna be a shootout. It'll be like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar did. Oh no, it won't be that good. Ah, oh, maybe it won't be that. Maybe. good. Maybe. Hey, they have weapons on both sides. They Marquise do, Brown, Odell Beckham. The hate Jarvis that Baker's Landry. been getting. Yeah. Hey, but hey, maybe, Baker don't care. Maybe Baker steps up. Baker's got a chip on his shoulder now. Hey, love it. He's like. Baker step Lavar who? Lavar who? <laughs> and he's just like, I'm going to throw it to OBJ and Jarvis Landry all day. Give it to Nick Chubb. Have him run the ball. Nick Chubb and balling too. Oh, did you see? I want to put this in. Before we get to the end of this podcast, OBJ's intro to Sunday Night Football. Yes. I'm OBJ. Definitely. I'm him. <laughs> and that's how he That was his intro. Did not put LSU in there. Did not put no one else. Just 
I'm him. He's him. Everyone knows who he is after that catch. We we definitely do. And (laughs) we definitely do. (laughs) And ending on that with some OBJ, that'll be the end of our podcast. You can hear Lavelle shutting his notes down now as he's ready to get out of here at about 9.45 at night. We like to record these things a little late at night. We don't have anyone walking around around the studios here at Buena Vista University, so it's nice to have it to ourselves. Hopefully we'll get this up sooner or later, a little sooner than Hopefully sooner. the last one. We'll, we'll see what we can do. But I have been Austin West and Lavelle Harris next to me. And have a great night, guys.